0: Welcome and thanks for joining us for this episode of the C3 Church podcast. You're about to listen into a message from one of our gatherings. To find out more about our community, where we gather both in person and online, and how to get involved, head to c Now, let's listen into a message from a recent service. Hey, happy New Year! So glad to be able to see you today. Well, not see you, but virtually, you can see me, and I'm imagining you on the other side of the camera today. Hope you had a great uh, Christmas season. And uh, today on New Year's Day, the start of a new year, uh, it's pretty exciting. Uh, brand new year, believing for great things in 2023. And I know you are as well, and believing that God's uh, really going to fulfill a lot of the things that we feel are going on spiritually and, and renewal and revival coming to us. And we want to get ready for that. And, uh, you know, one of the things I, I wanted to, uh, in relation to that, I just wanted to talk about is, um, you know, as a church, a lot of us in the church, we've just finished off a book study on disciple, and and the idea of being a disciple has really been resonating in my spirit for quite a few, uh, quite a while, and uh, just the whole, whole um Necessity, I guess, the the need to come back to the basics and, and come back to the uh, uh, the the real central core of what it means to be a follower of Jesus uh, in in the world we live in today. I remember hearing this story, and you may have heard it as well of a, a football team who uh, had a really great coach, but the team just was not doing it, and they were you know losing their games. And after one game, the uh, the coach came to this team and he, in the dressing room, and he said, look, at guys, we're going to start with the basics. We're going to come back to the basics. And they went, yeah, yeah, we'll go back to the basics. So he picks up a football, and he says, gentlemen, this is a football. And I kind of feel like this is the same thing. Church, this is what a disciple is. And I, I want us to kind of think about that today. And, and the question I want you to ask yourself, just as we look at this for a little bit this morning... Is that, am I a disciple? Am I really a disciple? Can I call myself a disciple? Am I, am I doing the things? Am I following the things? Am I living my life as a disciple? There's, there's really, um, there's five things. If you go through that, that I want to talk about today, there's five things that Jesus talks about, or if you go through the Gospels, through the four different Gospels, there are uh, five specific things where Jesus either gives a commandment or gives authority. Uh, specifically to his disciples, or there's a reference when he does, does this. And, and I want to just take those five things today, because I think if we take these five things, we can we can really say, hey, these are the things, the checklist, to help us understand whether we're uh, living our lives as a disciple. And the first one is in Matthew chapter 16, 24, and then, Ma- and then Luke chapter 14, verse 26. Matthew 16, 24 says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. We've talked about that one before. One day in Revelstoke talked about it. And uh, the idea of laying down our life and giving up our own, uh, our own way, taking up our cross, it's a voluntary thing that we take up our cross and follow me. In Luke chapter 14, 26 to 27, my says, if you want to be my, if you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else. Your father and your mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. And if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. So the first uh, item to check off on our list as we go into 2023, as we start today, the beginning of 2023 is, am I completely sold out to Jesus? Am I completely sold out to Jesus? And, you know, that's, that's a bit of a hard question to answer, I think. It's uh, because when I, whether I'm sold out to Jesus or not, really only becomes evident when it gets tested. When we are uh, uh, confronted with something where we have to choose. Am I choosing Jesus' way? Am I choosing my own way? I remember listening to a pastor friend one time of mine who uh, was talking about conflict and and confrontation and how, you know, sometimes he had to confront people and and how he struggled with it. And he said, I finally came down to this conclusion. He said, am I more afraid of a man or am I more afraid of God? Am I more wanting to obey God or more am I (laughs) wanting to obey my own emotions and my own uh, uh, insecurities? And, you know, this year is going to be a year where we're going to get tested. We're going to get tested whether we're, really following Jesus and, uh, and working through those things. Am I giving up my life? Am I laying down my life for a cause greater than my own life? Am I, am I picking up my cross? Am I carrying that every day, every day? So first of all, we completely sold out to Jesus. The second thing that, that we find in the Gospels that Jesus talks about in terms of how do we know if we're a disciple, and here it is in, in Matthew chapter 21, verse 6. Uh, Jesus sent his disciples out and gave them his command and here's what it says. It's very simple. It says, the two disciples did as Jesus commanded. The two disciples, they did as Jesus commanded. Disciples do what Jesus says. So the second item on the list that we're going to check off, so the first one is am I completely sold out to Jesus? The second one is, am I obedient? Am I obedient? That's a, I think that's a problematic in some ways that's a that's a really problematic question because if we're honest i i and and you know hopefully we are is there's a lot of times when we are not obedient we're just not obedient to what God asks us to do and and we have not looked at what the Bible says, we haven't considered what the Bible says, we've just kind of said, oh, that's that's kind of what we do, that's just kind of how we do it, we've accepted uh, all everybody else's decisions, we've accepted everybody else's opinions, we've made up our own opinions, but we haven't come down to the fundamental thing, am I obeying, am I doing what Jesus asked me to do? What does the Bible say? So many times, uh, you know, I, I've noticed it for quite a few years, but I noticed particularly the last couple of years is that uh, we've many times um, determine our actions or based our actions upon somebody else's opinion. we based our actions upon what somebody else taught or what somebody else uh, that we heard or what everybody else was doing. We, we based our actions on that instead of coming back and saying, okay, I need to base my actions on what Jesus says. I need to base my actions on what the Bible says. And when we live out, of what the Bible says then we 're obedient you see we can 't really say that we 're disciples one if we 're not completely sold out to Jesus and secondly if we 're not obedient we can 't say we 're his disciples uh, that's that 's pretty rough that 's pretty tough' that 's a, that's a really strong statement but are we obedient? are we obedient so we ask ourselves so that 's the second thing on this the third thing and these are all signs that are in the uh, that are specifically in The Gospels, specifically that Jesus said about what disciples look like. So here's the third one. It's in John chapter 13, 35. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Am I loving the church? Am I loving other believers? Am I loving other Christians? Okay, specifically Jesus says in here, your love for each other, believers, disciples, your love for other disciples will be a sign to the world that you are my disciples. Am I loving? That's a challenging one. I think we have allowed ourselves so many times to justify lack of love, we've allowed ourselves to criticize, we've allowed ourselves to do things, I know in the church world or the greater world that uh, sometimes um, churches might say, well, if you believe this, you're not a Christian, or you you know, you believe this, you're not a Christian, so they nullify other believers, that's a tough one. Because, you know, certainly there are some uh, errant doctrines. There are certainly, there are some false teachers. There are certainly some uh, beliefs that are not biblical. But when we accept by faith that Jesus died for us, we become believers. And as a result of that, and we become Christians. We become followers of Christ. And when we do that, we accept, we take on the obligation to love like Jesus loved. Loving those you know, let's start with loving those in our church. Let's start with loving those uh, that, that we see week after week, that we live and we work out our lives in a way towards them, that we're loving, that we lay down our lives for them, that, that, that we serve each other in that. In the early first and second centuries, one of the uh, Caesars of the Roman emperors, one of the Caesars, he described the church of that time, he, and he called them atheists. He says the atheists, um, that these atheists, because they didn't believe in Roman gods, but uh, the, really as Christians, he said, They're, they've got something, they, they love each other. And he described it, it's amazing, because he described how they loved each other, and that to him was a sign that they had something, even though they couldn't convert them to Roman gods, he says, they have, there's something remarkable. There's something astounding because they love each other. And that's exactly what Jesus said. Let 2023, let's, let's make this a year that the, that the world around us looks at church and says, hey, they love each other. There's obviously something going on here. And they must be followers of Jesus because they love each other. So the, so the uh, third thing then in that, in that thing is, is uh, you know, are we 100% committed to Jesus Completely sold out to Jesus, are we obedient? And thirdly, are we loving? Are we loving? The fourth thing, we're making a checklist off. Now, you know, when we're talking about this, let's not get, we're not going to get discouraged. We're going to rise up to the standard or we're going to rise up to the opportunity to show that we're disciples of Jesus by practicing sold out, by practicing obedience, by practicing love and the other two things that we're going to talk about. We may not have it down, but we're going to keep working on it. We're going to keep doing it. So the, third, the fourth thing is this, Matthew 28, verse 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So let me just go into this for a minute, because I think sometimes when we talk about making disciples, we're ta- we, we think that means sharing the gospel, or that means um, helping somebody find Jesus as their savior. Yes, that is definitely part of it. But more importantly, and in a broader sense, it's multiplying ourselves, recreating ourselves. See, what Jesus did with his disciples is he poured his life into them so that they could then carry on the message. What, what, uh, what Jesus is saying here isn't just to make or disciple people. He says, make other people into disciples multiply yourself. So as much as you follow Christ, make other people who follow Christ and then help others follow Christ and help others do that kind of thing. So we make disciples, we multiply ourselves, we multiply the, uh, uh, the, the learning. So we're, we're obedient, we're uh, loving, and we're creating more people. We're, we're completely sold out to Jesus. We're creating more people, helping other people find that same Place in their life that's challenging and you know what it might say hey you know I, I haven't I haven't shared the gospel for a while let's let 2023 20, be the year well I haven't discipled anybody for 2023 is the year let's uh let's move into that if we haven't done it before we're going to keep doing it the fourth thing sorry the fifth thing uh the fifth thing on my list I can't count it's you know it's the first of the year I have to learn how to count all over again uh, the, the fifth thing on the list, so let's go back through that again. The first is being completely sold out to Jesus. Second is being obedient. Third is being loving. These are check marks uh, of what it means to be a disciple. Fourth is multiplying. And the fifth is healing and delivering. Healing and delivering. So, you know, and, I, and we're talking this because, you know, we don't see miracles and healings as much as we want. I think there's a couple reasons for that. And, uh, but well, let's just look at the scripture first. Mark chapter 6, verse 7, it says, And he called his twelve disciples together and began sending them out two by two, giving them authority to cast out evil spirits. You have authority over evil spirits. You're a follower of Jesus. You have authority over evil spirits. You don't have to negotiate with evil spirits. You don't have to convince them. You just have authority over evil spirits. And Luke chapter 9, verse 1, uh, one day Jesus called together his disciples, twelve disciples, and uh, gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal all diseases. Okay, I said there's. I think there's a couple of reasons why we don't see deliverance and we don't see healing the way we want to, and, and the way I believe the Bible shares it. And somebody might feel like, hey, you know, what's 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 wrong? Why 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 are we not seeing that? Well, here's here's two reasons. Uh, one is, first of all, is I don't think we practice much. I, I don't know that we're, we're trying to learn how to do that. Um, as with everything as of a disciple, a disciple is a learner. It's a learning process. So how do you learn to heal? How do you learn to exercise your authority over the demonic? Well, you have to practice it. So every time somebody is sick in your world... You stop and you say, okay, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to lay my hands on them. I'm going to pray that they get healed. When somebody tells you when you're out in the supermarket or you're visiting with a friend and they say they're sick, the first thing we do is we think, okay, uh, I have authority to heal. I, I've been given that, so I'm going, to, I'm going to pray for them and I'm going to believe. Well, what happens if it doesn't happen? Well, don't get discouraged. You keep practicing. I mean, there's a big difference between somebody who is playing um, t-ball you know, if you're baseball, I mean, we might watch uh, the major league and uh, we see the uh, you know the Blue Jays, you know, our, you know, do their do their thing, and we watch the batters get up there and they're swinging and you know hitting that ball so far. Well, they didn't start doing that. They didn't hit like that. They didn't get to the major leagues. They started doing t ball when they were little, and and the ball was set on a, a post and you and you swing at it. And sometimes you know I watched kids do it. They're hitting the post and they're not hitting the ball and they're swinging and swinging, but they keep trying takes a while. It takes a long time to get to that kind of thing. But if you don't practice, if you don't do it, it'll never happen. I think sometimes we think that, you know, I'll just one day, I'll just, uh, you know, I'll just, uh, I'll, it'll, it'll just happen. It'll just be one day I'm just going to start praying for people and they're going to start getting healed. Well, I, I think the reality is, is that you're going to start praying for people and you're going to keep practicing and practicing. And then you're going to start seeing people get healed and you start seeing uh, deliverance take place. And maybe it won't work that way, maybe it'll happen more quickly, but it won't happen if we don't do it. I was driving into Kelowna a couple of days ago and uh, noticed a billboard sign, and it's a, it's a saying that so many of us have heard before, but it said this, He says, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Every time we don't believe or we don't lay hands on people, that we miss that opportunity and we 100% don't. See healing or deliverance, in uh, so healing and deliverance, and you know, let me just talk again just a minute about casting out the evil evil spirits. And that's like, whoa, uh, that's a that's a crazy one. But you know, I, I was thinking about this the other day, and I some of you might remember the name of a, uh, a, a gentleman years ago. It was often known and called the Apostle of Faith. His name was Smith Wigglesworth. And uh, Smith Wigglesworth had an interesting thought. He said, he, said I, he, he assumed or he thought that every time there was a cancer, there was a demonic spirit involved. I, I don't know whether that's true. I don't have a Bible verse to back that up. I don't have anything like that. But I, I know that the devil is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And we need to cast and take authority over that and cast those demonic influences out of people's bodies and lives and believe for that together. Does it happen all the time? I don't know, but we're going to keep doing that. This is the year 2023. We're going to make disciples. We're going to be disciples. And we're going to ask ourselves the question, am I a disciple? Am I a disciple? Am I a disciple? Am I completely sold out to Jesus? Not yet, but I'm working on it. Do I obey everything? Do I always obey Jesus? No, but I keep going back to the place so I reorient myself so that I'm obeying Jesus, not somebody else. Am I loving? Well, I'm not always loving, but I keep going back to loving, and that's my goal. I keep going back to loving. I'm following Jesus. Even the disciples didn't get it right every time. The 12 apostles, they did not get it right every time, but they kept going back to the basics. Am I loving like Jesus loved? Multiplying. Am I creating? Am I making more disciples? Is that part of my goal, or do I think somebody else should be doing that? No. As disciples, that's what we do. We multiply. We multiply finally. Are we healing and delivering? Are we taking steps of faith? Are we practicing and we're moving out in there to see those things happen? It's not just one of these things that determines whether disciple. It's when we do all of this together. Say, well, I I heal the sick, so therefore I'm a disciple. No, not necessarily when you're not loving and you're not obeying Jesus. When Jesus has this really tragic little story when he says many will come to me and they'll say hey I prophesied in your name and I I cast out demons and I healed the sick and Jesus says I didn't know you because we can't just kind of take one thing and say well that's a sign of a disciple no all of these things are the signs of disciples as we grow and we become who God wants us to be so hey this year 2023 thanks for taking time to uh, uh, check in and hear this, but I'm believing that this year, as we, as we grow together, that we're going to become uh, disciples like we've never been before. We're going to see results like we've never seen before, and we're going to impact our world like never before. Because God's with us, but not just that God's with us, but we're cooperating with him and moving for this. Let me pray for you before you go today. God, I pray for every person watching today. I pray, God, for every person listening today. And God, I pray that there would be a, a, a challenge in their spirit. God, that there would be a... Uh, um, God, just a, a stirring up in their heart. They, they say, I want to be a disciple. I want to be a disciple. I want to be like that person that that God wants me to be. I want to I, I love like nobody else. I, I want to multiply. I want to obey. I want to be sold out. I want to see healing and deliverance taking place through me. And God, I just pray that uh, that desire in our heart, God, that you're stirring up by your spirit. Right now, you're just stirring up by your spirit. God, that that desire in our heart would not just be like a New Year's resolution, but God, that we would live out a commitment this year that we would be disciples. We would be disciples in every part of our life. There would not be an area of our life that we shut off. I got every part of our life. We would be disciples becoming more and more like the one who we love and the one who loved us first. Father, I pray blessing on each person watching and listening today. God that this would be the beginning of the best year they've ever had in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining us. Look forward to seeing you in person this coming Sunday, January 8th, as we begin our week of prayer and fasting, believing God to do some incredible things this year uh, through us and you and the church uh, in our communities in Jesus name. Thanks for tuning in today. Each week,